previously on giving the mic to the wrong person. Hey folks, I'm your friendly neighborhood podcaster, Jeremy. The Democratic Socialists of America is a big tent leftist organization that reached over 70,000 members in 2020. Full disclosure, I've been a dues-paying member since 2017, which longtime listeners will obviously be shocked by. Last year, they held their largest convention of over a 1,000 members in a Wizard Tower hotel in downtown Atlanta, right next to a Hooters, a Hard Rock Cafe, and Gus's world-famous fried chicken, which I recommend. Over the next three episodes, you're going to hear... A series of conversations I recorded with attendees on the final day of the convention as well as the following weeks after my fellow members from Portland DSA returned home. Let these recordings offer up a snapshot of a movement back in the before time, the long, long ago of August 2019. The online 2021 convention is currently in the opening planning stages and hopefully this can offer some advice. If you'd like to support the show, please go to patreon.com slash giving the mic. Even a donation as little as a dollar a month helps us cover hosting costs and tech upgrades. And now for the exciting conclusion. Yeah, I mean, ten channel uh, Yamaha mixer. I mean, most of, like I, I did college radio for six years, uh, in and out of college, and so it's kind of a thing. When I wanted to start doing this, I just uh, hit up uh, like pawn shops and uh, and Craig, well, a lot of Craigslist. Almost all the shit is uh, is used off of uh, Craigslist and other things. That's brilliant. All right, um, let's see. Are we going? Okay, we're going there. And we're back uh, in yet another recording uh, of talking to folks who attended the 2019 Democratic Socialists of America National Convention that convened the first weekend of August in Atlanta, Georgia. Talking to Ben here from Portland DSA. Ben, can you uh, can you tell us? We'll start from the beginning. Give us your. I just say your emotional reactions to your experience in Atlanta. Oh God damn! You're going straight for the gullet. Well, let's, um. see, we'll start. We'll start. We'll, 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 let's start from. Let's start from the. Let's start from the the, the gross extents and the, the Let's start. We'll start from the wide and then we'll tighten in. That, we'll tighten the light sounds, the lens in. That sounds fine. Um, I uh, I was. Very disappointed with the results and the proceedings of the convention. I, I think that's about as as diplomatically as I can put it. Um, yeah, I just I th- I it was rough. It was rough. It was rough, Jeremy. What um, rough emotionally, physically? How? Uh, yes, uh, it was very, very emotionally rough. Um, in that, uh, a lot of. People had a lot riding on a lot of things yep. that did not seem to even the fa- the very few that got their fair their the, saw the light of day in a fair way um, felt like they were up against some fairly uh, broadly termed either shenanigans or uh, pretty nasty arguments. Um, Legitimate arguments or trolling or fuckery? Some of all three, I think. Ah. Um, I, I think I think to to deny that there was any fuckery at the convention would be uh, 
<laughs> remarkable oversight. Yeah. And I will say this. We're, we are recording this. We're at three, three weeks out. Two and a half, three. Yeah. yeah, we're about three weeks out, and so like a year and a half in DSA time. Yeah. <laughs> um. God, what, what's the line? Uh, a decade takes place. A decade happens in a week. Or? Yeah, Lennon hadn't seen nothing yet. Yeah, man. Lennon, if Lennon had been on Twitter, um. <laughs> he would have gotten banned by now for just. I mean, well, I mean, fuck. He got banned from his own from the fucking. He got banned from the Pravda because he was posting too much. <laughs> uh, he would have blocked me by now. I'm sure. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah, Atlanta. Um, yeah, Atlanta. Um, th- that's the broad stroke. The broadest stroke is disappointment. Um, I think there's definitely some undertones of like uh, some hope and and quite a lot of solidarity, quite a lot of ugly crying that ended in in just good forged new friendships, um, new kind of allies and alliances. New. Uh, there's just a lot of I good feeling through adversity that came out as well mm-hmm. um how so well uh the crowd that i run in i'm gonna be uh up front i am i am a member of the libertarian socialist caucus mm-hmm. um and uh quite a few of us had never met in person um some of us had met in 2017 convention and a few a few met at uh, the regional pre-conventions um but by and large, like very few of us had actually met each other in person. That was great. Mm-hmm. Um, we, many of us, made uh, good friendships with uh, various other people, and as well as kind of people in groups or or um, alliances or factions showing up for each other in in new and interesting ways. Um, made great friends uh, with some folks that were. Affiliated with uh, Borisok, the uh, Boricua Socialist uh, Caucus, in support of uh, the decolonization package that was presented. I think, the, I think the protests were still ongoing at that time, wasn't it? Because, um, yeah, I think they were still active. Because I, I don't think that the I don't think that what's his face had kind of like quit yet, had he? I, uh, I can't don't remember, the remember when Rosa yeah. quit. Uh, but it was around that time. Yeah, I'm going to say it's it's because uh, specifically that package passed. No, um, that's cl- clearly not the case. We but, can only hope. Um, <laughs> put put a pack, the international package of three resolutions packaged uh, packaged together and pushed by uh, um, uh, two of the leaders, un- official or un- unofficial of uh, the Portland chapter. Yay. Um, I think the Portland delegation was pretty well unified, and I think that we we forged some good friendships there among the delegation. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, obviously, any any large event like this is going to be a mixed bag. Uh, nothing but a renewed hatred for uh, Henry Robert Mar- Henry Martin Robert. Um, <laughs> fuck that guy forever. Um, and he was the originator of Robert's role. Yeah. That's he's bad, because um, Robert's rules is bad. Six hundred and sixty-nine pages, not nice. Even looking at it, it looks like some sort of like Tolkien, like dungeon master guide shit. And I mean, in fact, you know, that's what it is. It's, yeah, a, it fucking, really it's, it's a fucking DM guide. It's, it's a. Um, <laughs> yes. It is how you know. It is you know how you operate the rules of your interaction, <laughs> and uh, some people use it for fuckery. Other people use it for hopefully useful ends. And I don't know. <laughs> Yes. Um, 
I'm I'm a rules nerd, and so I have a love hate relationship with a lot of these things, but mostly just a hate hate relationship with Robert's rules. Hmm. Um, yeah, so that's the broad strokes. I just there there was a lot of disappointment, but also a lot of like friendships formed, uh, alliances formed, uh, some good solidarity, and and some hope for uh, what what might come out of those things. That's those are my thoughts on broad strokes. That's pretty good. What was what was one of the f- um, <laughs> this is in the uh, you love to see it category. Uh, <laughs> what was your favorite thing that uh, either that you had uh, that, you know, that you were surprised by or that you just enjoyed uh, encountering or seeing down there that you did or did not expect to um, to have happened? What's your well, favorite thing, I guess? Okay, so this is really hard because um, I'm a co-author on Resolution 9, which is the that creates the Anti-Fascist and Direct Action Working Group. Uh, a, me- a resolution of um, some uh, some contention. Some some certain amount of contention at, at this convention. Um, so, so seeing that pass uh, was quite good i want to disclaim this by saying that i did very little of the heavy lifting uh a lot of credit needs to go to ava from heart of the valley Uh, Mm -hmm. she really carried this thing through um even like on on mic in front of the entire entire the entire assembly (laughs) on mic um and uh yeah seeing that pass um and seeing seeing I mean, I know there are legitimate concerns. Yep. Uh, there are absolutely legitimate concerns about this resolution. However, just seeing people stand up and be willing to say, look, we're willing to put our names on, you know, we're willing to, to stand behind anti-fascism as a principle. Huge, huge for me. Um, and as many people pointed out at the time that a good, I don't know, couple hundred people there had either shirts that explicitly said or pins that explicitly said always anti-fascist on it. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, the snake with the two arrows. That's a good one. Um, I think they're swords, but... Oh, are they swords? They yeah. they may be swords. Yeah. Um, Three arrows, two swords. Two swords. You got two swords. Um, when two swords go to war. Anyway, sorry. Um, I, I am going to very briefly also mention the thing that surprised me the most i want to say what's that uh is that we moved to we supported uh changing the the counting method i said i was a rules nerd uh but the counting method from a board account to a a single transferable vote uh proportional representation super important it's a really nerdy topic and not a lot of people have a lot of passion about it but to see that uh course correction from 2017 and previous NPC elections and to see how representation and proportionality actually played out in the NPC elections, uh, I think was really heartening for me. Yeah. If you're um, at this point in the uh, in whatever episode I finally assemble from all the stuff, um, you might have gotten the, the indication that the NPC is kind of like the national the. Um, God, I can't remember what the hell it's called. National Political Committee? Yeah. It's Gover- basically a board of directors. Yeah, board of directors. The, the board that, that runs the SA, and it was kind of due to 
because we are all subject to the circumstances of time. We know we make our own history, but we do not make our own circumstances due to how things played out in at, after the 2017 convention with the the NPC uh, election and subsequent um, issues. The uh, the the NPC election was kind of was uh, kind of a hot topic, and also I would I'm going to go out on a limb and say between like a third to even like 40% of all of the all of the resolutions offered and all the movements offered were pretty much in direct response and just uh just to uh, to how the national body you know reacted to uh, you know the years 2017 to 2019 and the subsequent you know the the difficulties slash failures thereof does that, yeah, make, that does, oh, does that bear up that bears up in my uh, well from LSC world I I I made a promise uh, on the LSC Discord this afternoon, that I would not speak for the caucus, but I definitely say that would say that uh, a huge amount of uh, emotion around that, and not just emotion, but also analysis around uh, how NPC has dealt with 2017 through 2019 yeah. and the events thereof um, have gone into at least the things that uh, I and my comrades in that in our caucus have written and certainly a number of, of proposals coming out of build uh, 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 specifically around NPC transparency and mm-hmm. how the steering committee is selected etc 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 yeah so let's go so that was your that was so that you that would be your uh, your most surprising moment that was the, the yeah the, the board of vote was the big surprise for me yeah this was the this was a, a very contentious thing that happened on day one like a lot of just and it's one of the things that um, a lot some of the folks listening in uh, or are viewing this from you know YouTube or God knows whatever I pull this on it's kind of a thing where there was a lot of um, they had live streams up that a lot of people including some people who probably shouldn't have seen it uh, were watching it and, and kind of like only getting a very you know it's kind of like the perspective of like trying to view the world through peeking through a straw you got a very narrow um, perspective of like what actually happened there and but on that very first day, the um well, the very, well I should say the very first convention day it was one of the, it was yeah it was one of those things where so much time was taken up by not just the border but also like you know there were there was a chapter that decided to bring up inter you know intra chapter business and just kind of like puke it up all over the uh, convention floor <laughs> to take to burn. I don't know, two fucking hours? I can't remember how much it was. It was... It took a long time. Yeah. There was a lot... I mean, the rules of the convention... I mean, the thing... I think an important thing to remember about this convention is is a culmination of political uh, conflict that's been brewing for two years. Been brewing for longer than two years. Yeah. Um, And so, basically, I think a lot of people were uh, unprepared for the amount of contentiousness that was going to happen at this convention. Yeah. I include myself in that, despite the fact that I thought it was going to be like a knockdown dragout. It was, but more more even than I thought. Yeah, I was going to say, as I was a delegate there, the one thing that I don't think anybody was properly... I don't even think the people who were who, who might have been there in 2017, I don't think anyone really understood or was, really, was properly um, warned about is how grueling it would be to... 
that's one of the things. Those, I mean, like I said, there 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 are uh, substantive there are substantive criticisms because of that I've made in like some of the other recordings that you've hear that you've heard talking myself talking to others that um, yeah there there were definitely well intentioned efforts to maximize inclusivity and maximize folks who had like ADA con, um, considerations that should definitely be considered. The problem is is that we also had a thousand fucking people chained to Robert's rules of order, which I I will like go down, you know, stating that we you know we're completely antithetical to uh, you know to uh, to inclusivity and to it's one of the things where like any you know any wannabe rector with a mic could have like screwed things up or kind of. Yeah, it's really difficult to maintain a convention on that level, and and inevitably it, it frays nerves, and it frays it especially frays nerves for people who, uh, you know, for whom that is a, a a personal concern, and yeah, and I I think that uh, we just spoke to your your previous guests that were in this room. One of them said that at a a different thing that they had been at that uh, you know the disabled people should. Lead, be you know be consulted be the ones that lead out on that and and i feel like uh the national organization didn't di- didn't properly allow uh disabled folks to lead on on these accessibility issues and indeed i think one of the comments that i remember talking to a couple i think uh, uh someone from that i've known through various discords on I think either from either like uh, you know the SLC or even like the Chicago chapter was talking about how thanks to the breakfasts that were served even the able-bodied you know neurotip uh, delegates who were there even you know if if they were exhausted after eight you know eight hours you know at five p.m. if people just completely drained and whatever it's like how could anyone else who weren't you know at that status could possibly can be considered to be able to make it that long was kind of. Um, like, how do you expect anyone else to make it that, you know, through that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's other, wild. It's yeah, wild. <laughs> other, well, other observations that you, um, uh, that you saw, like, uh, well, going back to something else you mentioned is one of the things that keeps coming up to, you know, the phrase that keeps coming to my own mind was that this was an event where the parasocial became the social of like folks that you've only seen on like, you know, social media on like Twitter, like they'd come up and talk on the mic and you'd realize you recognized their voice because you'd been listening to their podcast for two years or people who you'd only seen as they were suggested, you know, their little photo that was your suggested friends, you know, for two years, like, Oh yeah, now they're just wandering around and you can go say hi. Yeah. It's really weird. Um, it's, it, it was, it was weird in 2017. It was weird in 2019. It doesn't stop. I don't think it'll ever stop being weird. Um, I remember uh, not this convention, but at the 2017 convention, seeing basically every host from Chapo Trap House go into like a little media booth and just be like, well, that's the Chapo guys. (laughs) There they they, are. (laughs) Yep. They they were there. I do remember listening to the recording of that, of that, that year. Yes. Um, but uh, I had a you know a couple of moments like obviously the parasocial becoming the social is great when it's your pals mm-hmm. <laughs> you know um, as opposed to yeah <laughs> as opposed to your your sworn enemies mm. um, <laughs> but uh, uh, sometimes it's funny because you have to remember that the parasocial is still the parasocial right um, I had a moment where I saw uh, Molly socialist dog mom on Twitter and I was just like. Said hello to her like, 
like we were buddies yeah and i was like uh shit actually you don't know who i am at all (laughs) yeah that's she uh, i think at one point she even spoke on mike and was just like kind of like molly from the charlottesville chapter and people like oh shit that's socialist dog mom (laughs) yep um we did we did i did manage to and this is brush with greatness i did manage to have uh lunch with her and um austin is now on the uh Oh shit! I said a last name. Um, Whatever. It's the, the, we, I can bleep it if you want. All right, Austin G, who's now on the NPC, mm-hmm. um, and uh, Austin's brother and another comrade from Virginia. Um, let me tell you, anti-fascism. It's important. Um, <laughs> uh, different ways in different sections sections of the country. Yeah. Um, but I think one of the other uh, big things about the parasocial becoming social is also that the online space that you build uh becomes different when it's real yeah so the libertarian socialist caucus has a discord um and we also at the convention had a coordination center we called the hug room as opposed to the war room you know you know yeah you know you know we're not really fans of war um oh those twee socialists in their hugging in their hug rooms um um, but the the between that and the LSE social and the emerge social, um, you really saw what happens when you bring that kind of online space into real space, and it's weird, and uh, it was great. I was to say, is it is it good weird or bad weird? No, it was good weird, but okay. it, it was definitely something where I feel like it would be nice if we could. I mean, if you could really. I don't want to say imminentize because it's not really the Ashton, but kind of. Um, if you could really make that real on a more permanent basis, I think that's the kernel of something that could be a socialism. Right. So, in other words, almost like a more regular uh, meat space. Yeah, more meat space IRL uh, meetup of. You know, more so than every like twenty four months of, I mean, a couple of people even at the regional conference that was held in Portland back in April talked about you know things like regional hubs or even like setting up um you know setting up like a Cascadia you know if not just like a statewide DSA organization but like a Cascadia DSA organization which yes would you know given the given the history of the of Cascadia as a uh, as as an idea has uh, some ironic uh, origins but we'll we'll set that aside um but yeah something where you get a lot of people who could you know meet up in real in real time and in real space and talk to each other more so more, more often than like you know every you know fucking two years yeah no it's it's necessary and and obviously the chapter uh is a great is a great thing um some people don't have chapters and some people don't have chapters that are as good as portland actually nobody has good chapters that are as good as portland because portland's the best chapter the thing that needs to happen though is people that don't always organize together have to be brought together and that regional and that affinity those two lines i think are the are the the, the way that that dsa of the future really needs to be organizing yeah um i think that we've i think a lot of people are are kind of done with the national model as as a model well it's, it's one of those things where it, i think at some point it's um 
I don't know. I mean, Kevin had the idea that we needed a national parliament, which would uh, that would have uh, like several hundred of a couple hundred members that would meet more often every two years, which I think has some validity. And I'm also I'm some you know I figure I'm 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 personally uh, split between thinking we need something like that, but also needing a needing regional hubs just be, just for setting up uh, big sister, little sister. Um, um, uh, you know, regional support networks so that the urban hubs can support the smaller chapters because it's one of those things where we, you know, I don't think, um, one thing that I don't think was addressed at, well, the correction, it was addressed in several, in a couple of resolutions that were voted down, but, um, at the, I think one of the things, one of the, pre, one of the pressing moments, pressing problems at this moment in time is that we need to fucking scale out and we need to scale out wide and hard because all of the real real bad shit that's uh, happening now and also coming down the pike is happening in places where um, the urban centers aren't at but we need to set up like support networks with absolutely and I think that 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 concept of support um, especially if you're coming from you know you're coming from so uh, let's take an example right here in the neighborhood. So Salem DSA uh, was chartered literally the week before the convention. Mm-hmm. Um, they had been organizing for about a year and a half and uh, and had submitted paperwork at least once in that time frame. Yeah. Um, and uh, and imagine if they hadn't if they didn't have to go through. Uh, I mean, one of the things that was holding them back was there was a time frame where uh, charters were basically in moratorium. They the, the NPC wasn't chartering new chapters for a long time. Um, imagine if they didn't have to to deal with that shit. Imagine yeah. if you know a regional organization could grant them a charter or could support them in some way that they normally rely on national for. Now, obviously. Uh, Salem's probably down for a state or regional or both organization. And yeah. when I say probably, I mean, I know they are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Members explicitly mentioned that either in person or on the uh, the group chats that we had uh, while we were there. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, imagine if they didn't have to go through those hoops and if the, if that frustration hadn't been part of the, a part of the journey, if, if it had been crisp and clean and, smooth and all of those other good adjectives yeah it's, it's one of those things where you know thinking about it now it's like just due to the the structure of american political institutions like we need a chap we need a chapter if or you know, i mean even if a chapter is just like like a basic fucking outpost in every state capital in every state just for that else you know we to organize and have like just people set up crash space for uh you know everyone coming in from like you know out of town to like you know just like, hey, we're coming in for uh, for for lobby day. You know, can we like set up crash space or something? Right, absolutely. I uh, I may or may not have uh, spent too many years in the punk scene. <laughs> you know what? I don't think there's such a thing as too many years in the punk scene. Yeah. Um, although I will say this: we're trying to build a ma- mass movement. We are not trying to build a subculture. And no, uh, that's true. That's yeah, true. Socialism is not your fucking hardcore scene, and you are not trying to keep the scene pure. <laughs> the whole point is that you're trying to scale the shit out to the as many. And we also we need a better word than normies uh, to scale it out as many like unengaged slash normie folks as possible. Oh, absolutely. And also, uh, if I may say that the the attitude of uh, you're not punk, and I'm telling everyone is definitely. Uh, a failing with the left. Yeah. Um, but I do want to say, I, the, the reason I said that about the punk scene is that you learn so many uh, DIY and uh, 
just like resiliency things from from being in that sort of yeah. milieu. Any other thoughts you wanted to get down on tape? Hell yes. Uh, Go for it. This is a statement, not a statement. This is just a quote from someone uh, who's in uh, Libertarian Socialist Caucus. Uh, I did throw the invite out to everyone and just say, come on, you know, hey, the the recorders are open. Come on, you know, and and talk about your shit. But if they didn't want to, but anyway, go on. Yeah, no, this is just somebody from from National LSE from elsewhere um, that said, a way that I've been describing the, the effect of rushing to understand resolutions before the convention is this. The points made in the floor debates ended up feeling like they were focused on a tactical disagreement as a proxy for a strategic or political disagreement. To me, it often seemed like there was this layer of abstraction uh, that I needed a lot of esoteric knowledge to actually understand. Yeah. I got that knowledge from being in a caucus, but not everyone else was so lucky. Yeah. I was going to say, it's at one point, it was kind of a thing of like, that was the kicker is that um, because uh, Portland sent, Portland sent down 29 delegates from our own particular chapter. The, our regional was a, was uh, some more, but it was one of those things where uh, we had the benefit of, of having enough, mem- of having enough delegates that a couple of members could specialize in things like, you know, learning Robert's Rules of Order. Like it was, like, like it was, yes, the fucking DM guide. Um, and also, <laughs> like, you know, kind of like people working together, like, just say, yeah, okay, you know, these resolutions are great. Go for these. These are bullshit. Don't do for these and, and everything. But not everyone had that, um, that opportunity. Yeah. And, and I think that there, that presented an opportunity for us to end up with with results from convention that may not be what people end up wanting. You know, it may it may end up being in a couple of years we look back and say, "What the fuck were we thinking in 2019?" Yeah, that's one of the, one of the. Th- and I can't remember if I have if I've recorded this or not, but one of the thoughts that I did have sitting there on the floor was. Uh, because I'm too hypermediated and uh, too postmodern for my own good of like, you know, what random, you know, unassuming vote did you did we just take that was what, you know, will looking back will be the moment where the where the timeline branches. <laughs> what was going to be thinking, like, no matter what, you know, what, what crazy ass shit that we're facing in two to five to 20 years that we look back and like, yeah, this is this is, you know, for example, 20, the 2015 convention. Uh, the, you know, the 6,000 folks that were there, or not even 6,000, you know, the handful of folks that were at the, 6, 000, the 2015 convention, they, they vote to support the Bernie Sanders, uh, campaign. That's a time, that's a timeline branch. Oh, and, absolutely. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, looking back at this last one, who knows what, what, what the hell we voted on is, you know, is it going to be one that's dramatic ones or one that's not so dramatic? You know, who knows what, the, what yeah. that's going to be? Yeah, well, you never know. And yeah. I think we're going to find out. Uh, the Learn other the last hard way. Thing, the other last thing I wanted to say was I wanted to give out a huge shout out for to the authors of the NPC Transparency Pledge. That has already yielded dividends. If you go on the DSA, if you're a DSA member, you go on the DSA forum, you can see an NPC member, uh, close personal friend of mine, Jen M from Eugene. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Jen, uh, putting uh, uh, updates from all NPC communications on that forum. Almost weekly updates, I think. By this point, yeah, isn't it's, it? it's weekly updates. Okay, cool. So that's something that we didn't have before. That's something I, I, I was a black box to me until we got minutes from meetings. Yeah. When we got minutes for meetings. So, yeah. Props. 
Indeed. How to wrap this up. Is there, um, let's see, going forward, what would you suggest would be good ideas or things that, I'm trying to think of it, if we want to talk about like things that they should lean, lean towards or, I almost want to treat this like a regular episode of, uh, like, you know, the stupid show that I do of like talking to people like, you know, if you'd like to get involved, where, th- where should people check out? But, oh, um, yeah. But uh, it's kind of like, either one of those questions, uh, feel free to answer. Well, I think that if you're not in DSA, um, I think now is a good time to join uh, because I think that there are a lot of people looking for answers. Um, and, and if you have ideas, <laughs> I think that people would listen to you. Um, I think that if you're not in DSA and or are in DSA but are kind of done with it, um, I would recommend checking out Symbiosis. That is a municipalist organization. They're having their big first convention next month. Um, Where at? The, in Detroit. Wow. Um, yeah. Wait, how long have they been around? I thought the Portland they, group was only for like like less than six months. Um, so Symbiosis has been around. Uh, Symbiosis grew out of... Uh, a lot of the same uh, kind of milieu as LSC did. Okay, um, but it's not a DSA organization. Like assembly, like 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 Portland assembly type stuff, or yeah. Okay. Um, so the idea is local assemblies. Uh, it's it's heavily steeped in uh, social ecology, uh, Murray Bookchin stuff. Gotcha. Okay. Um, Seriously wrong stuff. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So if that floats your boat, go check them out. If you're in DSA and you're anti-authoritarian in any way, go check out the LSC DSA. Uh, under uh, dsa-lse.org if you are um i if you're uh on twitter you can follow me on captain bylaws um you can uh troll me you can cancel me uh you can just just don't be boring don't be boring you can jump in my menchies uh you cannot slide into the dms i am sorry that is not allowed yeah these things happen uh a suggestion uh what do you think um should somehow someone involved with one of the volunteer groups that plans the next one, what would you improve in the next national convention or whatever whatever format we take in as a national govern, governing body in two years? I think that we need to start earlier. I think we need to get yep. more buy-in. Oh, yeah. Um, I think we need uh, more people on the committee. And I think those people need to come from a wider variety of tendencies. Um, and or positions they don't have to come from a specific caucus but just like we don't want them to all be one have one political direction cool all right uh any uh final things of anything you want uh, anything that uh you've been working on uh, working on as a member of a local chapter that you want folks to check out or i guess i mean fuck you know rec- part of the this show is recommendations and endorsements anything you've been digging on lately you want other people to check out oh um i'm digging on okay uh read emergent strategy by adrian marie brown um Do you remember who put that out i that's okay no, I'll, I'll, put, I'll put a link um, <laughs> and uh yeah that's super amazing super amazing uh it it definitely uh comes from a world that's very different from our specific leftist organizing but all the principles in there are super essential for a leftism that is inclusive that is participatory that people feel that they can be part of rock awesome and uh, i think that's uh, that's unless there's anything else you got that's, no, that's all i got it. thank you so much for having me yeah that's cool thanks all right and we're up
If you'd like to support the show, please go to patreon.com slash giving the mic. Even a donation as little as a dollar a month helps us cover hosting costs and tech upgrades.